Happy Wednesday. It is your hostess with the mostest, Kristen Ayana. And welcome back to another episode of Black Talk Radio on Tapping Radio, where we discuss the latest in black news, culture, and entertainment. So um, today we're going to be chatting with Lakia Denae. I'm very excited about that. That interview will be beginning at 8.20 p.m. Um, but before we get into that, you know, we got to do our regular media topics. And I feel like this week has definitely been just, I don't know, like a lot has been going on in the media. Um, first things first, though, I definitely have to talk about this Breonna Taylor situation. So for those of you who may or may not know, um, in regards to the Breonna Taylor case, the grand jury has decided that only one of the officers will be facing charges and the charges will basically be, you know, for endangering Breonna Taylor's neighbors by recklessly firing um, the gunshots as opposed to actually killing her. So I feel as though I'm at a point where I am disappointed, but not surprised when it comes to, you know, the decisions that are made in this country. Um, You know, a lot of people are angry. A lot of people are upset and they definitely have the right to be. Another thing is what they charged him with in Kentucky doesn't even guarantee that he will, you know, have to go to jail. Um, And if he does go to jail, he will only have to face one to five years. So, I don't know. All I can say is that when uh, Louisville burns to the ground tonight and all the other nights to follow, that they have themselves to blame for that one, honestly. Um, I got DJ Bam with me in the studio, as always. So, DJ Bam, what are your thoughts on this story? Honestly, like, When I say mixed feelings, I don't mean mixed feelings like I agree with the cops or what they right. did. It's mixed feelings, like you said, when basically that town, city, hey, I'm going to say that state mm-hmm. starts burning down. Don't ask why. No, because for real. Don't, like... don't, don't, don't sit and ask why. Don't ask why when certain things might start happening to certain people. I'm not going to say it because of the type of platform we're on, mm-hmm. but obviously you guys know the type of people and career that I'm talking about. Right. Because it done happened already like a couple of days ago. Last week, a man walked up and did what he did to two, two of them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's sad because it's like the, the family won a settlement, right? That's yeah, they did win the they settlement. They win the settlement, but that still don't bring... Like, they won the settlement basically saying that she was killed wrongfully, but there's no wrongful conviction. But and that's and, and, the and it's like, it's like the, 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 from that, what I get, me, this is my opinion, people. My opinion. This is DJ Van's opinion. I, I feel like for the first time, mm-hmm. let's get him a number and hush him up. Money hush everybody. Yeah. And I also just feel like I knew that, you know, whatever decision was going to come out today Uh wasn't going to be one that reflected justice off of the simple fact that from yesterday, they already had called for a state of emergency in in Louisville. Of course. And they already had barricades up by the courthouse and they already had troops. 
They, so I knew it wasn't gonna be. They they was prepared, but then I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Once again, this is my opinion. Like, if you think for a second that them guys wasn't sitting in that room, was like, yo, listen, we gonna let one of y'all take the charge. You probably been on the force the shortest, mm-hmm. and we was on the force the longest. So you'll take it. You ain't gonna really do the one to five. We gonna make it look good. And that's it. Oh, yeah. I know. I know that's what happened. That conversation really went down. But you know what also really, really makes me angry about the Breonna Taylor situation? Is that I just feel like so many people were like making, um, putting Breonna Taylor on the cover of magazines, making her into a meme, um, having events, using her for profit. And I just knew in the end that she would never get the justice that she deserved. And people really just like used her. I, yeah and and no because you have some people it's crazy I done seen other races once again I'm 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 gonna use different terms tonight okay I seen other races even going hard for her and mm-hmm. arguing with a certain race of a cop in the video and he goes oh like relax it, it happens and they see that see that another race of the same kind that's not us going at him like no you was wrong mm-hmm. How can you even agree with that? So it's like, that's good to see because it's like... That is good to see, but like at the same time, I'm not... Like, I'm not... I'm not too impressed, but I'm going to tell you what I'm impressed by. <laughs> I, I am impressed by because at the end of the day, the person was a woman. She was a mother. So she understands the person who was speaking up in mm-hmm. that video. Like, I am... A, she was saying, I am a mother. I am somebody's daughter. Like, it, it has a lot of meaning behind it. But... To go back to the case that, that happened today, honest to God, truth, like you said, is a shame because this just really just showed what America really is. And, I just feel like wow, and things are. Who would ever thought after having a black president, things was going, the tables were going to change. I mean, but here's my other issue with a lot of black people. Um, And, you know, I was young when Obama was in office. So let's start there. But I feel like when Obama came into office, a lot of black people just thought like, oh, my God, everything's okay." When it never was like we still were. It wasn't it wasn't so much that it was okay. We witnessed history. We witnessed. Right. And I think that's great. we, we, We witnessed something that. Once again, another culture said would never, ever happen. Mm-hmm. But it did happen. But they were so busy keep trying to dig on his way he was really from when this man barely got credit to do certain other things. That and I just felt like, like, like I felt like even the way Michelle Obama was treated during the time of Obama being president, which I feel like a lot of people don't speak about even it's just like the continuation of like black women getting the shorter end of the stick oh, um, yeah for sure but... I have Michelle Obama's book and it's a really good one and she just talks about like the things that they would nitpick on like the dresses that she would wear to certain events or just saying but like, but oh, it's okay for another yeah to wear certain things right like I said it, it was they was gonna find whatever the case is like at the end of the day I, America is like social media. It's just the lies more entertaining. Mm-hmm. The truth is not, and it's sad to say. 
But we, but we, us as black people, say and say Bill Clinton is a true president. Obama was a true president. They was down for us. But if we feel that way, why would none of us be going out to make a change? Listen, a lot of people, all I know, a lot of people are doing talking, but there's a lot of action not being made. And it's like I know people are saying like, "Oh, that's easy to say, Ben," but it's the truth. A lot of y'all are not. Make uh, but I also and I and I'm sure that I've said said this on previous um shows that you know for Black people specifically, I want Black people to do their part in the best way that they can as individual. Um, because I know like when the media was heavily portraying like the protests, I told my listeners like, don't feel like you have to go out and protest because that might not be for you. There are a bunch of ways that you can help that aren't protesting. I'm glad you said that because somebody asked me, it was like, bam, you own a media outlet, mm-hmm. tapping radio. I said, yes. Why none of you or, or you as the face, as the head, mm-hmm. was, wasn't out to any of these events? I said, one, I'm not going to lie to you, a lot of events was taking place while I was at work. Right. Two, I was offered to attend some of these events. I was actually offered to do one of the sounds for one of the events. Mm-hmm. It's not that I didn't want to. Those events, I'm going to be honest, some of them was peaceful. Some of them was getting out of control. So to be in a mix of that, mm-hmm. already as a black man with dreads, or I'm already a target. Right, right, right. And I was there. I, I'm here for it. I'm 100%. But like you said, that was not me. Like, to really go out, I'm going to oh, I'm going to go out there and do this and this, that. In that case, and I'm not trying to be a hypocrite, not because we we witness this on camera, because we witness a lot of things on camera. Mm-hmm. But if we're marching, let's march. In that case, there will be a damn march every day, every week. But there still are Black Lives Matter marches. No, no, no. No, no, they are. But what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of other killings being, being um, made and it's like, why are those killings are not being impacted? Like, somebody put up a post on social media mm-hmm. showing everybody who got shot. Half of the people, I don't even remember or ever even heard well, about Well, I them. think that's the issue with... Um, I mean, I think that's the whole point of Black Lives Matter, though, is the fact that a lot of these stories do get swept under the rug. And, you know, a lot of people's names aren't being said. And, you know, it just ties back into, I feel like, why we are marching, why we are going so hard is because a lot of people don't get justice and their stories don't even get shared. i tell you one thing that was swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. Remember doing the whole George um, Floyd thing? Yeah. All of a sudden, we started finding black people getting hang- hung in the park. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a black boy that was hung in Morristown, New Jersey, which is the town over from where I go to school. And I posted on my Twitter about it trying to raise awareness and someone DM'd me saying, can you please delete this? Um, to be honest, he wasn't hung. He was one of my friends and he committed suicide. And then I didn't respond to the DM. And then like a couple days later, they, that page actually got suspended on Twitter because it was a fake page. But you understand? That's what I mean. But like all of a sudden that disappeared. We didn't find out we caught anybody. Nothing. Yeah, I wish I could say I'm surprised, but like I'm not. I don't know. It's just the world is an evil place. Word. It, it's it's coming to a point like you got to be scared to walk outside. 
Yeah, I mean, I do be scared. And I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to say it. It doesn't matter where the hell you live that you got to be scared. Yeah. Because as you see on social media, we watched, we witnessed a black man who owned his house, who had a a Caucasian mm-hmm. wife, and the cop was still messing with him. He's like, I own this house. He goes, I need to still see some identification. Why? Then I just seen another video earlier. A white cop followed this black girl, pulled her over, started harassing her, started grabbing her and everything. And then when her boyfriend, or her big father in them got over there, his whole tone changed. And she's yelling out, you talking about the car stolen? How the car stolen is in my name? Yeah, cops are sick. Um, to so be honest, you- this is a um, this is a abolish and not reform uh, account. So that's just my thoughts on that. Um, but you know, moving on, you know, I just feel like justice for Breonna Taylor. I will never stop saying her name ever. Um, and you know, I'm gonna do my part. For those of you who may or may not know, um, we did Black Talk Radio did have a fundraiser for the um, for the ATL bail funds. Um, we might be doing another one again for Louisville because I can only imagine how many people will be arrested for now protesting for Breonna Taylor. So I just I don't know, man. I just hope things get better. I can only pray and hope. Um, we will be starting our interview with Lakia Denae soon. We are just waiting for her to join the live. Um, and yeah, bam, I think I need the the little thingy, Majay. <laughs> oh man, this week has been. I just hate like seeing stuff like that though because I just know how much it like dampers my mental. Um, so it's like. I always tell people monitor like what you what you consume on social media because that can really be like it can eat you alive type of thing. Yeah, it can. It's real. Like oh, she just joined. Okay, let me let me add her. Listen, I be Instagram is always doing updates and changing something, and it's just uh, ghetto. Hello. Hey. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me and chatting with me. Um, for those of y'all just joining, this is the Black Talk Radio IG Live interview with Lakia Denae. Um, so first things first, tell us, you know, for those of who don't know, where are you from and what made you start getting into music? Okay, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but I reside in, it's an echo here, but I reside in Atlanta now. I got into music because I was in high school and I was on my poetry slam team and they said I sounded more like a rapper. So I went home and I did the um, So Gone Challenge. And you just started getting a lot of good feedback. Um, after yeah, I um actually went viral one time, and then I just kept going doing freestyles after that. Okay, okay. So, what was it like growing up in Wisconsin? And you know, how, how would you say that has like influenced your music? Because I feel like you don't hear 
a lot of times, like artists being from Wisconsin, like I'm, I'm in Jersey slash New York area, so it's like yeah. <laughs> um, Wisconsin, well, Milwaukee, I'm saying because it's like mm-hmm. a difference. Milwaukee is super small. It's like a small town, one city. It's just like the only thing fun to do is like go to the lake or go to the mall. The lake. So, the lake. Like we go put on our best outfit and we walk up and down the street, the little sidewalk. Oh my god! Just talking to people. It's like a big Facebook reunion. Wow, <laughs> it's real. So wow. So like yeah. you said, the mall. So yeah, like we, growing okay, so like growing up, was there like a club scene at least or like a party scene or anything? Um, okay, club scene I wouldn't know because I'm still underage. Okay. I'm I'm like super young. When I started like getting a name for myself, I was like seventeen. So mm-hmm. I never really did any of that. But partying, yes. When I got with my girlfriend, she started throwing these LGBT parties, and like that's that was the party scene. Like we did house parties, okay. And like we did one time, we threw a party in the bottom of a church. God forgive me, but <laughs> that's what Wait, happened. No, but because that, she did the little. <laughs> that's what happened. That's the scene, though. I don't know about the club scene, so. Okay. And now you have moved to Atlanta. So what has that been like for you? And congratulations on that. I think that's super dope. Thank you. Um, I moved to Atlanta. It's a year now. Like today, it's been a year. Um, When I first got here, it was super stressful. Like me and my girlfriend moved down here with like $1,500 and a house, well, an apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, The plan originally, like, from my mom to support the move, I told her, like, I want to go to college. So she's like, okay, yeah, she want to go to college. Because, you know, you know, every parent wants their kids to go to college. Right. Um, she supported the move. She helped me move down here. And for, like, I'm going to say a month, I went to Art Institute of Atlanta. Okay. How was a month. that? A month. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, like, a, I'm not promoting that, but I did drop out of college. So it just wasn't for me, like, but I met some amazing people there. Like, everybody loves me for me, like my music, Right. you know, I met some amazing people and now I'm signed. So I guess everything worked out for the better. Yes. Um, I love how you said that it wasn't for you because like I'm in my final year of um, undergrad and like I always tell people, if you think that college isn't for you, like leave, like it's not cheap. It's really, like, someone just said school not for everybody. Yeah, it's really not. And I think, you know, a lot of people, especially, like, younger people, they they feel like if they're not in school that, like, they're a failure or, like, there's no there's no other thing that they could do. So I love how you said that. And, you know, now you, you are signed. So talk to us a little bit about that um, and what that experience was like. How did that come about being signed to Quality Control? Okay, so here's the story. Um, back in January, when I like was getting settled here, um, I did the first day out challenge, JT first day out challenge, right? And I got noticed by JT and P, and like they posted me and stuff. Then the situation happened and blew up, and I lost contact with them for like months. Mm-hmm. Um, in July, well, okay, let me say this because he probably watched. <laughs> um, around like May, I seen like an interview on YouTube and um. It was a quality control interview, and he was interviewing somebody, or I don't know, he was on an interview, and I was like, man, I don't want to hear shit he got to say, because he was supposed to sign me, and like a month later, 
he texted me like, what's your number? Um, are you signed? So yeah, that happened. I woke up early in the morning at like eight, which is not usual for me. I was on the phone with my mom and I was like, P is texting me y'all. So I hung up on her and called me. He was like, send me some music. And he sent me, well, he called me right back after I sent some songs. And he was like, I want to sign you. So that happened on the 30th of July. Yeah. Okay. That's what happened. So, like, what was your, what were your thoughts? Like, what was your, like, initial feeling to being signed? I feel like, you know, as an independent artist, that's something that a lot of independent artists want. And it's such a, like, tough goal to accomplish. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, when I got signed, I was, like, super nervous, though. Like, I'm not going to lie. Me being, like... These are people that I've looked up to, like Lil Baby, Yachty, like all the people on the label that I met. It was just like, they so big and accomplished and stuff. So I was kind of nervous that I wasn't going to like live up to it. But you know, I got time. I'm 19. It's really about... Sorry. It's really about the hard work and the ambition. You know, got to be hungry. So I'm just ready to like get this on like my single is about to drop yes. and I'm just excited so let's yes. get into that so you dropped the preview to Big Flex Her featuring 42 Doug yes um you said that you are going to be announcing the release date soon but yes I'm gonna drop the release date on Friday Okay, on yeah. Friday so y'all heard it here first Friday we're gonna hold you to it yes. now Super excited. What um what was it like like recording that song and working with 42 Doug? Um, because you know, he's definitely blowing up right now as well. Yeah. So the process with that with that is that was one of the songs that I sent Pete, like that he wanted to hear. It was like a song I've had for months. Like mm-hmm. my original plan was to get a Detroit rapper on it anyway, because that's like the vibe the feeling of the song so when he heard it we played it like in the parking lot of the studios and he like yeah for two good gotta get on this and like a day later Doug sent back his verse and we shot the video like a week later not even a couple days later I'm gonna say and it came together so we're ready to drop it I'm ready to drop it just because I, I've been getting a lot of positive feedback on the song too. right like people are already tweeting the lyrics and yeah, the out. Yeah, yeah, Jada, Jada. <laughs> yeah, she definitely lyrics. So I think I'm excited. I think it's you know a dope track. The the music video Thank looks you. super dope too. Um, so did you shoot that in Milwaukee? So I shot half of it. Like me, well, Doug's scene we shot in Atlanta, and my scene we shot in Milwaukee. But I was in his scene too. So he was supposed to be at the one in Milwaukee, but something else happened. But yeah, it came together though. It looks really, really nice. I cannot wait for everybody to see it. This is my first video, like with quality control. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I was nervous about that too. But it came together really, really nice. So. Right, right, right. And um, you literally brought the whole city out. So what was that yes. like? And how did you manage? To okay, <laughs> Milwaukee is crazy. Like I love my city, but I thought it was gonna be drama. <laughs> and I just thought it was gonna be really like crazy because people are crazy. So, like I was telling you, it's not much to do in Milwaukee. We go to the lake, we go to the mall. Right. We so went to <laughs> We shot uh, the video at an abandoned Walmart. Okay. Yeah, you know, just like in a big plaza. And it was like super full. Like, when I tell you, I kept looking back like every two minutes and more cars, more cars, more people. 
people came best dressed with their money, how they supposed to. It came together real nice. Everybody looked like a big flexor out there. But I just cannot wait for y'all to see the video. <laughs> I'm so yes, excited. I'm also very excited to see that. And, you know, I think it's yeah. dope that you, you know, continue to show love to your city. I think that's super important that artists do that um, as they level up for sure, for sure. Yeah, like a lot of people have been telling me they don't, they haven't heard anybody from Milwaukee, so I really want to get that positive light yeah, over the city. Um, I too haven't heard of anyone from there, so I was like, that, this is some, this is someone new for sure, for sure. So now I yeah. want to know, um, you mentioned like being signed to Quality Control, how the, you look up to like a lot of the artists that are on the label. So one of my questions for you is if you could work with any artist, like who would it be and why? That doesn't have to be necessarily on QC, but. The two goats, Nicki Minaj and Drake. I love yes, them. Yes, like, that is such a good like, choice. Period. Period. You, you can't lie though. Like Wayne breeded some goats. Like some mm-hmm. Yeah, Girl. that whole like, they that the thing with Drake too is like if you get Drake on a song, it's like guaranteed success. Like he really got that special effect. You know, he's just Drake. Like when you exp- like when you explain why you like Nicki Minaj or why you like Drake, it's just it's Drake. It's Nicki. They are really like it's the lyrics, it's the flow. Like I really haven't heard the miss not once before. So. Yes, I definitely think that would be dope for sure, for sure. I definitely see like a Nikki, a Nikki, you and Nikki though. Uh, we're gonna manifest that. I'm a Nikki. Yeah, we're gonna keep saying it until right. it happens. Nikki and you. Okay, period. <laughs> so, um, another question I like to ask my guests is as far as like being in the studio, what is your creative process like? Because um, I know some people, they like to have certain people with them in the studio. They got to have certain stuff. So, like, what is it like for you? Okay, when I'm going to the studio, I like to be prepared. Like, I really like having at least three to four songs already written. Mm-hmm. And if I go there and I hear a beat, I write there. But I really like being ready. Because that way I've perfected the song in my head. I know how I want to spin it, like how the flow going to be. I don't like taking a lot of time at the studio either, unless I'm like doing one song. So I like coming prepared. I usually have producers send me beats and I write at home, but I always, always, always gotta have my girlfriend with me. She's just like positive energy. Like, oh, that she, is so. <laughs> she hear me on the outside. She be like, do that over there. That shit is not hard. Like, that don't sound right. And I just be needing people because I'm my biggest fan. Mm-hmm. So when I hear stuff, I just think everything sounds good. Oh, I think that's dope. And I think that's really good that you have, like, a partner that, like, supports you. Yeah, And stuff like that. Because especially now that you're, like, signed and everything, I feel like it's good to have good energy around you. So, exactly. I want to know, like, since being signed, like, what has been, like, a challenge, though? Like, have you felt, have you felt like people changed on you or anything of that nature? Actually, it's been very smooth. Like, I keep my family around me and my girlfriend, like, and my best friend. But other than that, I kind of lost a lot of friends, mm-hmm. fake friends before any of this happened. So God was just That's revealing before any of this happened for me, which is a blessing because you have negative people with you at this time. Like they try to bring you down. And so, yeah, I have a lot of positive people around me. 
really hasn't been anything hard except for like being focused. Like he want me in the studio every day. So it's just like, I got to be in the studio. I'm like, okay, I got to go to the studio today. I'm texting my producer like, okay, we got to get to the studio today. But it, like, I'm not used to that. Like before I was signed, it was just like, okay, I'm going to go this weekend. Or I'm going to go this weekend. But now it's like they, they got you on the, a schedule. But I think that's good. He want to see the hunger in me, which makes sense to me because I do need to show them this is i've really been wanting to be signed to quality control since 2018 wow. i went to the track museum and i seen a little qc flat and i was like that's who i'm gonna get signed to wow that's dope though that you are signed that's definitely definitely a blessing so now yeah. i have this um segment that i like to do it's called quarantine q a um because you know like we are in a pandemic kind of i guess i mean you're in atlanta so as far as I'm concerned, y'all don't have, like, coronavirus don't exist oh, no. in Atlanta. It's a party every day. Right. But I want to know, like, what was, what was your quarantine like while, you know, it did exist? And, like, were you still creating? What was my quarantine like, you said? Yeah, and were you still, like, creating and stuff? Yes. Okay, so my quarantine, I don't know about y'all, but I made so much money. Like, I was selling everything except for myself. Like... <laughs> Seriously, I saw I saw a clothes, hair. I was making so much money. Like as an influencer, like having a lot of followers and stuff, you really got to take advantage of that. So my quarantine, I was just making money. I'm not gonna lie. I was doing a lot of freestyles. I was still going with the flow. Everything was closed and everything. Like it was a little boring. Mm-hmm. But I really was just making a lot of money. So I hope that everybody else is making money too. It wasn't a good thing. Like COVID is not a good thing. It was for me. Like I got signed in the middle of a pandemic. So. Right, right, right. No, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, I, I love how you said that you was making money though. Like you just didn't, you didn't, let, that, you didn't let it be. <laughs> I want to know um, what was like your favorite quarantine snack, like something you just kept eating because you we in the, you was in the house, we was bored. Hold on, <laughs> I recently got an addiction to Kit Kats. Like I don't know what happened, but I kept eating Kit Kats to the point where I don't even want them anymore. Like I was eating a lot of sweets. My face was breaking out. Zebra cakes, Kit Kats, all the little Debbie snacks, like all the sweets. Like seriously. Yeah. Okay, kiss, oh, kiss, kiss, kiss. in Atlanta though, American Deli didn't close, and I kept eating American Deli too. American Deli. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. And now I want to know, like, were you watching or reading anything during quarantine? I binge watched everything on Netflix. You watch Grey's Anatomy. No, I can't. Okay, I used to watch it with my mom, but then, like, I just fell off. And I used to watch when I was little, so in hindsight, no. I love Grey's Anatomy. I binge-watched it from the beginning, and I've watched it two times already. I binge-watched that, Pretty Little Liars from the beginning, and P-Valley. Yes! Oh, my gosh. I just finished P-Valley. No crying at the paint, period. Oh, my gosh. That show is, like, so good. Like, I wanted to come back. I literally watched it in a week, P-Valley. Yes. Who's your favorite I, character? Okay, okay, okay. I really think it's Mercedes. Like, I miss her on my TV. Yeah. Okay. Mercedes, I, 
Mercedes is my favorite. No, but I really like Lil Murder. I don't know. It's something about him. Like, <laughs> he's funny to me. Like, he's just funny. Like, I don't know. I didn't think that he was going to be so important in the show, though. Like, in me the, either. In the when he came in the strip club, I was like, yeah. yeah. I thought he was going to be like a sideline character, whatever. But nah, like, he really, he had like a full out, you know, I don't want to give spoilers. My favorite thing about that show is that they got some real life strippers in there. Like, they are super fucking talented. Yes. It's crazy because, like, watching that show, it reminded me of when I saw, like, Summer Walker in concert because she had, like, live strippers. Like, to be a stripper, you really have to be strong. That, and you got to be super confident, too. Like, just to be out there, brawless, yeah. new. You got to be, like, you know, everybody dancing in mirror, but right. to be there going crazy, like, oh, I like Mississippi, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but if you guys didn't haven't watched P Valley, like for real, please watch it. Like it's really good. Like it's so good. It's such a good show. Any other shows you watch during quarantine or books that you read? I didn't read any books. I need to read some books. You got some books that I should read? Um, okay, I'm currently reading Angie Martinez's memoir. Mm-hmm. I really do like it. Um, if you're into like, if you're a hip hop head, I recommend it. Um, obviously you are. Um, right. But that I'm not really a book person. Um, but that's the only book I really like right now, only because she is like obviously a radio host and does like what I do. So it's like someone I look up to. So I like it. Um, I don't know books. Though, it's like. I could start a book and like if it's not giving like if it's not giving on the first couple of pages, I'm not. See, yeah. When I was reading books, like I was reading urban hood love story shit. Oh like my gosh, that. wait, have you have you ever read The Coldest Winter Ever? No. Okay. Is it might, good? You might like that since you said like you like like love and like I love, do. I love that. Like my coldest to ever. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see about it. I had a my godmom had a whole bookshelf. I go all these different urban hood sex tale books <laughs> and I used to take them when I was younger yeah, The Coldest Winter Ever by Sister Soldier that's really everyone that reads it really likes that book so that's that on that so maybe yeah. I should tell him yeah um, I do want to open this up um, to the people that are in the live if y'all have questions to submit them in the question box because sometimes I do like to you know, let fans ask their questions, so feel free. Um, but moving on, I want to know, like, what is your greatest challenge of being an artist overall? I mean, you know, I really do applaud you because, like, you moved from where you are. You're now living in Atlanta. You, you're signed, and you're, you know, you're like you said, you're still young. But I'm sure that has come with some challenges. So. My biggest challenge as an artist, truthfully, is being out, like, out open, I guess I should say. I'm an introvert. Mm. So, when it's up, like, it's a big thing that you have to be out on the scenes, let people know who you are. I'm an in- I want to, like, when plans get canceled, I'll be happy. That's how much of an introvert I am. Like, okay, that's great. We don't have to go anymore. But, yeah, so that's all it is for me, just being around a lot of different people, mm-hmm. just mingling and stuff that's it but I'm a people's person I love my fans like when they run up to me like it'd be nothing we could walk around the whole mall together but other people 
That's I don't know. Yeah, that's I know what you. I know what you mean. It's like yeah. it's like I got my people, and they my people. If that makes sense. But um, other than that, I'm really like very confident as far as the music side. Everything else, like it's gonna take growing, like in the industry. Right. But that's why I mean, I'm so young and signed because I got time mm, to like time. develop all these skills. So we have a question from artist out underscore one advice to young female artists coming up. Be super consistent. Okay. Like a lot of people be scared thinking like they're not going to get no fans or people not going to like what they put out. Mm-hmm. I honestly was, I, I was like 14, 15 when I first started rapping and I didn't think anybody was going to like what I was talking about. I don't have no experience. I'm 14, but I gained like a whole big of young girls like that have been mm. through the same thing as me. It's about consistency and like just putting your feelings. I put my feelings into my work, everything, <laughs> even from talking shit about having plenty of money to talking shit about my girlfriend when she broke my heart. So, you know, like consistency and really like being passionate about your art. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I definitely think that's important because like, you just have to put yourself out there. And I know that's so easy to say, but just like with anything you do, like it's literally like you don't know until you try. Like Yeah. So I definitely think that is important. Um let's see. Um, okay. Let me do this one. What's the easiest way to write music for you? Um, I don't like writing music when I don't have a beat. Like, usually, my girlfriend, she's an artist, too. She, like, writes. And then, like, when she hear a beat, she just put it to that. But I like hearing, like, a very cold beat. And then I write. And I write the best when I'm sad or, like, going through mm-hmm. something. Or when I'm mad. Because in January, something happened. And, like, I went in on this bitch. And first day, I went crazy. <laughs> Passion, put the passion, put the show. Right. Message through your music. Yes. Oh my gosh. No, but I feel like a lot of artists are like that. Like they feel like music yeah. um is like their therapy and they use it when they're like upset, sad, and things of that nature. So for sure. Yes. For sure. Um, a lot of girls say I'm super relatable for that reason. Like mm-hmm. I used to be on live crying. I'm super vulnerable with my fans. That's that's know, something that's too, like advice. I feel like that's how you create a a close knit fan base when you are vulnerable because then they see you for like a real person if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. next question from Court underscore Red: Were you nervous coming to the into the game as a newcomer and openly being gay? No, I'm not gonna lie. Like as a newcomer, yes. Like I was just telling y'all, these was people that I looked up to, so I didn't think I was. Well, I didn't think I was gonna be able to live up to what they did. Right. Be openly gay? No. Uh, that's nothing. Like, right. the world now, like, it's just so accepting. Like, it's not how it used to be, you know? Mm-hmm. You see gay characters on the TV, radio, songs, you know, like, it's nothing. Like, I've been openly gay since I was in middle school, so. Okay. It's just life for me. Right, it's just regular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so next question. Okay, 
this is a good one. Um, Eve Ray, are you the youngest artist signed to Quality Control? I believe I am. Um, I thought it was uh, Layton, but I think she's older than me. And Yachty's like 23, so I'm, I'm 19. I'm the baby. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm the youngest. That's good, though. Honestly, like... I'm like, ooh, I can't wait till my birthday to see my big baby sister's gonna get. (laughs) (laughs) When is your birthday? February twenty eighth. I'm a Pisces. Oh, your your birthday is literally a day after my sister's. You're really emotional. We are. We are. I make good music though. Don't. But you know, (laughs) I I fuck with y'all. I fuck with y'all. So now, this next question asks, how do you handle your hate comments? Oh, that is a good one. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. I really don't even, like, check my comments anymore. I used to, but um, it got to a point where people say some really negative shit. Like, people are weird. Like, people take the time to hurt other people's feelings. So, I don't check them, really, truthfully. Second, fuck them, for real. Like, a lot of people are... If they don't fuck with you, it's because they can't fuck with you. You know, you just right. And I also just feel like here's my thing: when you have like a huge following, people say stuff because they think you're not gonna see it. Yep. People want reactions too. Yeah, and I just feel like that's weird. (laughs) It's so weird to like take time out of your day to call somebody you know ugly. Just weird, just weird stuff that I wouldn't do. I never see it. I don't regularly comment on somebody's stuff and just issues. Right. I'm going to do one more question okay. from the fans. Um, okay, I'm going to do two more because there's two that I like. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this one, what is your favorite song that you have made? I told y'all I'm my biggest fan. I don't know. My first favorite song though is I don't know if y'all heard it before, but my Don't Judge Me remix. Okay. That was my favorite. And then second is Big Flexer. Third is my song coming soon with the City Girls. Ah, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is. But I can't talk too much, you know. But coming soon though. Okay, so we gotta look out for that with the we City do. Girls. Okay. I love them. Like, they is just very good energy. Like, meeting them, I was kind of nervous because sometimes girls are like, you know, just as a... Right. We kind of like competitive. Sometimes we just... But they were just... They really took me in as a little sister. So. Oh, I think that's really, really dope for real. It is. Which actually okay. brings me to the last question I'm going to do from the um, audience. <laughs> Davis Paris asks, who all have you met that signed to QC? Um, everybody except for Layton. I didn't meet her in person yet, but I've been talking to her for like most of my career. Like she used to always show me love before she got signed and stuff. So we always had like a relationship. But I haven't met her in person yet. But I met everybody. My first day, I met Lil Baby Yachty. Mm-hmm. Lil Baby Yachty. And then my second day, I met, like, Bank Girl Freddie and the City Girls. And, yeah. So I met everybody except the lady. So if she watching, I need to see you, bro. Okay. And that's on period. So yeah. my last question for you 
is if you could leave the listeners slash viewers with one thing to remember about you, what would it be and why? To remember about me. I just want to leave this before we get off this live. Big flexors dropping souls. So I need all of the good energies. I need all the good flex, the big flexors. Everybody tune the fuck in. And remember, we're going up. Yeah. Thank you so much for chatting with me. This was definitely a Thank fun you. conversation. I definitely love your energy. I cannot wait to hear and see this, you know, video for Big Flex Her. Um, I'm really looking forward to that City Girls track, so I'm gonna keep that in the back of my mind as well. Um, and yeah, thank you all for tuning in. This was a great interview. This interview should post to our page right after, and we'll upload it to our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that, so y'all can listen. Thank you so much. It was lit. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. You too. All right, people. I think that was a dope, dope fun interview um I just love her like energy and her drive especially because she's young and she's like definitely getting to it for sure for sure um DJ Bam is still in here with me of course I mean like where else will he go he does it all the controls the music I'm still here what's up Bam what were your thoughts on that interview Uh, I was dope like like she said like that's the first besides like a business popping off in the quarantine. Like here's mm-hmm. somebody getting signed because that was crazy. Cause that was everybody concerned when, when the quarantine hit, right? Like how do people get to uh new music and get the sign people? So for her to actually get signed to a label that she actually was already looking. So up she to, said she was looking at them since 2018. Yeah. So that's even, manifestation. Even, even though that was only two two years ago, but she knew where, where where she wanted to be. But when I look at her though, and like her music and stuff, definitely QC. Like I can't see her being really signed. Like she I just hope. Perfectly. I just hope, and I'm not talking down. <laughs> I just hope they don't like release her. She come out with a single, and then we don't hear from her for a while. Right. I just hope why she signed. And so, still so young. Mm-hmm. Oh, she make her way around, meaning try to still do things on her own, even though she signed. So right, which I think she definitely um is only off the strength that like she has such a huge following and like was already doing so much on her own. Like that's what prior. I'm saying. So it's like that's what's going to keep I think P and all them interested in her, right? Because she's moving really without them. And that's and that even goes back to what we talked about last week when we were talking about signed and unsigned artists and yep. why you have to come to the label already being they cannot make you like I you know like you already have to come with a fan base yeah. a lot of times you already have to come with the following because like no matter how much money they pour into you if like you don't have people supporting you then you just don't like they exactly. can't. That's her, not something her you can being make. signed to them doesn't mean nothing. She could do a record with City Girls, all of them. That right. Don't mean, that don't mean it's gonna actually go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right, now, right. Now right. if they market it right and put the right the money behind it, Mike, but and when I say money and marketing, that's basically like giving it to the radio station, having the radio station playing um on the hour, every hour. Mm-hmm. Speaking of um um 
marketing, music. Man, speak of all this music, real quick. Your boy, your boy Kanye. So what he tweeted? No, what did he tweet? He said he's giving all his artists fifty percent. Oh, I actually did browse through that, but then I didn't have the capacity to deal with it. <laughs> so I see people putting up uh, action is speaks louder than words, and. I see other people like, oh, I think this is just one of his stunts. Let's see. Right. You think he's gonna? Because look, I don't know. I mean, like, what like, he did to Tiana Taylor, th- and, was... and that's saying that I hope QC don't do that, old girl. I don't know. I just think, listen. Mm. But Tiana Taylor making her own money, TV show, directing videos, doing her own. So- like, yo, man, Def Jam, stop playing. Stop playing. I'll buy that shit from Kanye. Put it on Def Jam alone. Don't put it on Def Jam slash good music. Put it on a label by itself and let's go. Let's make it happen. Obviously, the girl can hold her own. Right. When she was on tour with Jeremiah and Jeremiah pulled that BS, she said, oh, well, bye. <laughs> bye. Here's my thing, but I just I just want to say, like, shout out to Lakia Danae. That was a dope interview. You know, she's a young artist. I really see her grinding, getting to the back. I'm happy that she signed. You know, this is something that she truly wanted. Um, she has the capacity to work on her own and be independent. So that's dope as well. And yeah, um, but there is, you know, I do do my New at Night uh, series where I highlight an independent artist. Um, so this week I'm highlighting Armani Cesar. She is from Buffalo, New York. Actually, oh, Buffalo, what up? Um, and she just released a project entitled The Liz. Um, and it's a really dope project. It's definitely giving me like old school uh hip hop vibes. Oh, I like that. I like it already. So the track that I'm um, we're about to play is called Simply Done, featuring Benny the Butcher. And yeah, I just want y'all to rock out, vibe out to that. Thank y'all so much for tuning in with me tonight. This was a dope, dope show. Shout yes, out to yes. DJ Bam for Yo. being here with me. Shout out to Tapping Radio. <laughs> and um, before we go, I know we've been encouraging Tapping and Vote. So. Yeah, Tapping Vote. Tap, hashtag Tapping Vote. That's T-A-P, the letter N, the word Vote 2020, man. Yes. Just, uh, yesterday was what, National uh, Go Register Vote mm-hmm. Day. Um, So just... Continue up, man. Just keep following. It's so crazy. I'll be honest real quick. Let me keep it simple. I know I was registered already, mm-hmm. but I saw Instagram also to so I clicked it. It sent me right to the official site, people. Right. No other BS. Um, <laughs> I still I still signed up and registered again just in case if I wasn't in the system. Yeah, good, good, so, good. Like, like, you can literally do it online. There's literally no, no, no yeah, you excuse. Can, you can literally do it online. Don't worry about it. I know a lot of them say online. They're going to mail it. No, no, no. No, you can, you can literally do it online. It's, 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 it's open. Right, so just do that. Oh my gosh, wait. Before we go, I just want to say Black Talk Radio just got to 1,000 followers. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, that was really one of my goals this month. Oh, okay. Thank y'all so much for all the love. Um, this was a dope show. And yeah, I hope y'all enjoy this song for the new at night. And we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Me same people. Bam. You know, we're going to be rocking out. And I hope y'all enjoy the rest of y'all week. All right.